We'll be finishing up uh, the lesson, the series that we have been doing, and I forgot the name of that series, but <laughs> the name of this lesson is Your Path to God's Guidance, and we covered point one, which was trust, and we said that was to be persuaded and then to be obedient and to be willing, and then point two was to lean, and that means to rely and to rest, and we're still working on B, to rest, and uh, our scripture uh, portion for rest is Philippians chapter 4, verses 6 through 7, and that reads, be careful for nothing but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving let your requests be made known unto God. And the peace of God which passeth all understanding shall keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. So we're going to break that, those verses down just a little bit. And the first phrase there in verse 6 says be careful for nothing. Now we use that word careful really in a totally different way because we say be careful, right? Uh, be careful traveling. Be careful in the weather. Be careful in this. Be careful with what you're doing. Uh, but that's, that's not uh, what this word means. It doesn't mean don't be careful. Uh, the phrase be careful for nothing could be said in one word, carefree, or better probably two words, carefree. Now, God doesn't want us to go around living haphazardly. He doesn't want us to live irresponsibly, but to turn over the responsibility to him, to trust in him to handle the responsibility. Uh, Paul goes on to say in uh, the rest of verse 6, but in everything by prayer and supplication... With thanksgiving, let your request be made known unto God. And I don't think any of us follow this verse completely right here. We can try, uh, but sometimes we get ahead of God and do what we want to do. But it says, in everything by prayer and supplication. That means to pray about everything, but do it with thanksgiving. And that's difficult to do, uh, to be thankful with what you're doing when you're going through a difficult task is very hard to do sometimes when the task gets very difficult but that's what God says to do and then it says in verse 7 and the peace of God which passeth all understanding now let's talk about that word passeth just a minute now we don't use the word passeth anymore we say passes right that's Microsoft Word when you type it in it wants to change it every, every word in the Bible when you type in it got ETH on it, wants to change it. And this just simply means passes, passes all understanding. Uh, but you know what it means to pass somebody that's going slow going down the highway, right? So imagine you're going to, you're going to the mountains and uh, you're going for that, you know, third week in October drive in the mountains and you want to see all the leaves and take in the scenery and everything and you're going up the mountain and you get behind this long line of traffic behind a log truck. And nobody's passing. And the longer you're back there, the 
more peaceful, less peaceful your drive becomes, and you start passing one at a time. As you come to a passing zone, maybe you can get two, you know, if cops ain't around. And uh, so you pass and you pass and you pass, and finally you get right behind that log truck, and well, you really can't see nothing then, can you? Now, how much faster are you going when you're behind that log truck than when you were at the back of the line? You're probably going slower because he's probably slowed down, right? So if you just stay there, you haven't done yourself any good whatsoever. So you're there. All you see is the back of that truck. Until you that pass, and until you pass that truck, you're just as aggravated, just as impatient, just as unthankful as you were 20 cars back. When you are not careful for nothing, as long as you're holding on to that one care, as long as you're uh, holding on to that last care, you, you've got your nails clenched into it and you just won't give it up, the only thing you see is that care that you're holding on to. You can't see what God wants you, to see, wants you to see because all you see is that care. But just like you pass all those cars, you have to pass all the cares on to God. When you pass that last care off to him, you then can enjoy the peace that passeth all understanding. You can't do it when you're holding on to something. You have to let God handle it. And the verse goes on to say, And the peace of God, which passeth all understanding, shall keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. But he can only keep your heart and mind if you give them over to him. So that covers uh, points, points 1 and 2 cover verse 5. Now look, let's look at verse 6 of our main verse. In all thy ways acknowledge him, and he shall direct thy paths. And let me get this caught up here to where we're at. Acknowledge, number three is acknowledge. This word means to perceive, to recognize. As you recognize God in all that you do, he will direct your steps. And you know, the more you do it, the easier or the quicker we can recognize God's direction, the more that we look for God's direction. Have you ever walked into a room with people in the room and you've been there several minutes or maybe even an hour and it feels like nobody has recognized, recognized you're there? What happens to God all the time? God is always with me. Let me see, where, where did I put him? We put him out of our mind. He wants us to be, he put him in the forefront of our mind. So we need to acknowledge God. And we're going to go over three ways to acknowledge God. And first is through prayer. The minute you pray, you have acknowledged God. Isn't it a blessing that you don't have a specific time and you don't have to set up a schedule and only have an appointment to talk with God, but you can talk to him at any time? He's available and he wants to hear from you. You ever uh, 
needed to talk to somebody and you felt like, well, now's just not a good time to call them and I know they're busy and, uh, and they don't want to hear from me anyway and they certainly don't want to hear what I have to say. Well, that's not God. He's never too busy and he always wants to hear what you have to say. You might not like it after he tells you what he thinks about what you say, but he wants to hear you say it. God doesn't have a decline button on his telephone. You don't pray and hear that busy signal, you know, that you used to hear. Jeremiah 33, 3 says, Call unto me, and I will answer thee, and show thee great and mighty things which thou knowest not. It might do us good to close our eyes and depend more on our hearing sometimes. Because we see what's happening, but we don't listen to what God is trying to tell us. We depend so much on our sight for our physical needs, we start relying on our sight for our spiritual needs. And that's not what God wants us to do. Notice who God wants to answer. Remember, I don't know if it was in Transforming Truths, that's the name of the lesson series, I don't know if it was in that or the one before, and I ask you, uh, what does the word ye mean? Does it mean you? It means you all. So when I say ye, I'm not talking to one person, I'm talking to everybody. But this verse says, thee. Who is thee? I will answer thee. It's you. Singular, you. God doesn't answer everybody in a corporate prayer, a blanket answer, but he has an individual answer for you. He wants to answer your prayer and do so much more. But you must pray and listen for God's answer. When you really hear God, you will see great and mighty things. And you know, as we go through our day, we can pray constantly. You don't have to have your eyes closed. You don't have to be kneeled down beside your bed or at an altar or, or kneeled down at all. If you can think at any time, you can pray at any time. You can pray driving down the road, you can pray. You can pray anything. You, if you can think, you can pray. 1 Thessalonians 5.17 says, Pray without ceasing. This means to be in a constant state of prayer. Now, I know it's hard for men to, to have two things on their mind at one time. So, ladies, you're probably better at this than men are. But we can be in a state of prayer. This means to be in communication with God as if you were talking to a person walking along with you. That's what God does. He, he wants to talk with us all the time. He wants to be there with us. Who are you mentally talking to when you think? Hopefully yourself, right? Not the people talking back to you, right? <laughs> it's okay to talk to yourself as long as nobody answers. Now, as you think, mentally talk to yourself, make it a three-way call and include God in on the conversation, right? He knows what you're thinking anyway. You're not, you're not hiding that thought from him. So just realize he's there and talk to him. I think a lot of times we realize he's there, there's a lot of things we quit thinking about. 
Now, you're praying without ceasing. One of the most influential influential prayer warriors of our all time was George Mueller. That he had he raised hundreds and hundreds, I guess thousands of kids in orphan orphanage. And he did it all by prayer. When I say did it by prayer, I mean all the funds and food and everything they needed come in by prayer. He didn't advertise for it. He just prayed for it. And you've probably heard the story where they sit down one day and there was no food left, nothing to fix. He had the children come in and sit down and prepare to eat. And when they got sit down and they prayed. And they prayed and they got a knock on the door. And the milkman's cart had broke down and he had milk there right right outside the door. And he said, i got to get rid of it. It's just going to go bad. And then uh, another uh, food, I can't remember which what it was, uh, they, they had to get rid of their food. And so they had plenty of food. And But he always prayed and just trusted in the Lord. The same God that George Mueller saw perform innumerable miracles is the same God we pray to today. God's no less powerful for you than he was for George Mueller. Jeremiah 32, 27, Behold, I am the Lord, the God of all flesh. Is there anything too hard for me? And sometimes we act like there is something too hard for God, but there's not. There's nothing too, there's something too hard for us to figure out, something too hard for us to do, plenty of that, right? But nothing is too hard for God to do. And then, not only through prayer, but through praise. You not only acknowledge God through prayer, also acknowledge him through praise. And that's what we did last week when my my computer wasn't working. We had a little praise service for Sunday school. And when you praise the Lord, you are acknowledging him by giving him the credit that he deserves. And remember I said last week, he's the one. If you're giving a praise report, make sure you're praising God and not yourself. When was the last time you just took a moment and realized what all God is to you, what what all he is to us? Uh, Now, in the Bible, a lot of times in our English Bible, it just says God. But in the Hebrew, there's different names for God. And it's Jehovah and then another word after that. And one, he is Jehovah Jireh, or your provider. For everything that you possess, God is the one you should be thanking. He provides your food, clothing, shelter, everything good that you've ever been given. God has provided it. And then Jehovah Nissi is your banner. Now, we don't think about a banner uh, the way that they used to, but what that means is, He is the one that protects you during both physical battles and spiritual battles. Never take for granted the protection that he provides you. I know sometimes you go through something that almost happened. You know why it didn't happen? Because God's watching out over you. And then he is Jehovah Kadash, your sanctifier. He is the one who works in you to bring you closer to Christ. How do you get close to God? How do you get close to Christ? God is going to have to purify you. He is the one that's going to have to sanctify you. 
Philippians 1.6, being confident of this very thing, that he which hath begun a good work in you will perform it until the day of Jesus Christ. Now, the day that you got saved, you asked Jesus Christ to forgive you of your sins, but if you had to work to keep that, you couldn't do it. But you see, it's not God, that, it's not you that sanctifies yourself, it's not you that keeps yourself holy, but it's God that keeps you holy. I mean, that's the only way it could happen. It's not that some people would not make it. Nobody would make it if they had to get, keep yourself holy. Psalm 23, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me beside the still waters. He restoreth my soul. He leadeth me in the paths of righteousness for his namesake. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for thou art with me. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. Thou preparest a table before me in the presence of mine enemies. Thou anointest my head with oil. My cup runneth over. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. God is just that good. He is our I didn't say the name of that in Jehovah Ra, your shepherd. He watches over us all the time. And then Jehovah Rapha, your healer. Anytime you find yourself hurt or broken, turn it all over to God. He can heal a broken heart like nobody else. Psalm 34, 18. The Lord is nigh unto them that are of a broken heart and saveth such as be of a contrite spirit. 2 Corinthians 1, 3, and 4. Blessed be God, even the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of mercies, and the God of all comfort, who comforteth us in all tribulation. You say, well, I'm going through this, and and I don't know if God's worried about this. If it's bothering you, God's, God's concerned about it. He wants to comfort you through that that we may be able to comfort them which are in any trouble. The, sometimes, well, I, I, I'm going to say this, and I'm going to put a, uh, add something to it. Sometimes you may go through something for the sole purpose that God needs you to help somebody else later. Now, saying that, if we really think about it, it may be hard for God to do something that simple that it's only one, he, only, he only has one reason for it. But that may be the reason we know about. He probably has many reasons that we'll never understand. But think about the time that you've been able to help somebody because you've been through something. By the comfort wherewith we ourselves are comforted of God. When you know when you've been through something, when you've been through a tragedy, a hard time, and you know that God helped you through it, you can do more for somebody going through the same thing than somebody that hadn't been going through it. You can do, you can do for somebody, if you've been through it, and maybe a preacher or the pastor hasn't been through it, and he can try to comfort them what, as much as he can, but you can comfort him more than he can because you, you know you have that 
confidence because you have been through it and you know. Acknowledge the Lord by giving him the praise he deserves. After all God has done for us, we should strive to praise him. And then lastly, through preaching. And by preaching in this sense, we mean to proclaim. You acknowledge Christ as you proclaim the truths of his word. Don't just keep your relationship with Christ to yourself or just in your church family, but tell others about Christ and tell people what God has done for you. Share what he's doing in your heart. Deliberately search for ways to include God in the conversation. If you work public work, you know there's certainly people that don't have any problem getting the devil in on the conversation. By preaching his word everywhere you go, you acknowledge his presence in your everyday life. Be a light for him in this dark world, proclaiming the gospel to every creature. By being a light for God, you are a light to them. And in conclusion, we said that we need to trust, to lean, and to acknowledge God. If you do, he will take you to places you never thought you would go, bring you to people you never thought you would meet, and he will give you opportunities that you never thought you would have. The more that you do for God, the more that you live for God, the more that you think about God, the more that you talk to God and pray to God and praise God and proclaim God, the more opportunities he will give you to do it. If we hold it all in, if we, if we act shy, if we act like God can't help us do it, he's not going to make you do it. He's not going to make you do these things. He's just, he gives us the word of God and tells us that he's available for us and tells us that he loves us and tells us that he wants us to tell others about him. Acknowledge him in all your ways. He has great plans for you that he wants to show you. Constantly communicate with him through prayer. Praise him for all that he is to you and then preach the truths that he has done for you. Tell people what God has done for you. People will tell you what they do for, what they do for somebody. People will tell you what somebody's done for them. People will tell you what kind of problems they're having. Tell them what kind of problems God has fixed for you. Everything God has planned for you is far greater than you could ever dream. You might think, well, I'll never be able to do that like that Christian, and I'll never be able to be able to do everything that that Christian does. You don't know what you can do if you just turn everything over to God. It'll be more than you thought you could do. And if you will trust in him, lean on him, and acknowledge him, he will fulfill those plans in your life. Let's pray. Lord, we thank you for this day that you've given us. Lord, we do pray for our pastor this morning. Lord, I pray that you would touch him, Lord, and he'd be able to be back with us, Lord, as soon, Lord, as be your will. And, Lord, we pray, Lord, for night service as well. And, Lord, I pray, Lord, for each teacher this morning as they're finishing up their lessons, Lord. And then, Lord, we pray for all that 
you have done for us already today. And Lord, look forward to great things to come. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.